Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's Denver's home for today's comedy. Comedy 103.1. It's Big Mike. Excited to get this man in. He's a comedian and a podcaster. Last night, his show Comedy Works sold out. So if you want to see him this weekend, you're definitely going to want to get those tickets fast. We have Duncan Trussell. What's up, man? Hey, what's up? How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing really good, man. It's Friday, so... Weekend's almost here. Yes. Welcome to the Maha City. Thank you. Thanks. What's been going on with you? Well, uh, I'm happy to be in Denver. So cool, man. I'm at the Comedy Works. They have this incredible comic condo that they put us up in. It's just insane. It's like some kind of Donald Trump level billionaire suite. Is it? Oh, it's beautiful. It's surprising because usually when you do a comedy club and they put you up in a condo, it is not good. It's a bad place. Like, bad at the level of, like, a haunted house over an Indian burial ground. Just horrible. Sprayed with, like, despair and oh. old moldering comedian right. jizz and anxiety sweat mixed in. with. Like, I went to a comedy uh, condo once. I won't name the place, but uh, they had, like, a laminated sign that they stuck above the phone which was like comics if you want to get booked again use your calling card like from the 80s right like just nothing has changed just thick dust from the 80s anyway it's the opposite of that here so it's glorious I didn't know that was scary. I need to start hitting up Mel Comedy Works, see if I have a place to stay over the oh, weekend. Oh, if you can get in there, get in there. It's yeah. incredible. They've got actual, like, armor knights. Like, they have just wow. like in a mansion, like, scattered throughout the place. It's fantastic. I'm feeling a little jealous. I haven't seen this condo. I want to see this condo at some point. Just spend one single Let night. Let him sit, spend on, the night there. Yes. Oh, a tour. I don't even get a night. A tour. I, just get a tour. I don't even get a night. Uh, so your last night, uh, show sold out. How was that? How, how you like performing in Denver? Well, the, the, there's two two of my favorite clubs in the country are the the Comedy Store where I learned to do stand up, and then the Comedy Works. And and so I've only featured at the Comedy Works. So to get to headline is a, a pretty big deal for me. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. It's a it's a perfectly constructed club like I don't think a lot of people realize with stand-up there's a lot more than just the mic on the stage but there's a certain acoustic quality to really good rooms that seem seems to come from a lot of different things low ceilings but more than that it's weird to say man but there's like a kind of like juju in the air the really good rooms a kind of like specific psychic vibe that's that's at the comedy work so you can really tune in and it's just a great room to work out at yeah it's it's one of the, you know it's true because every almost every comedian says it. Every comedian says the exact same thing about comedy. It's, it's not true. Like a, once every single one, one of the best clubs to perform at, and not only that, but they're also great at picking who they want to come there. So they know if there's a comedian there that you're going to leave laughing, and that's why they need to go see you this weekend. Oh, thanks, man. Tickets at comedyworks.com. Hare Krishna. <laughs> or you can get them right there. Uh, you, you were mentioned where you got your start in comedy. How did you get started in comedy? What uh, what inspired you to want to get into comedy? Well, it's weird. I never, you know, like you'll hear comedians sometimes say, like, ever since I was a kid, I knew that I would be a stand-up comic. But I never had that level of confidence. Like, I can remember 
before we knew that Bill Cosby was some kind of rampaging, yeah. you know, monster, that was the first comedy I heard. My dad had a Bill Cosby album, yeah. and uh, I can remember, you know, how your brain takes these like weird snapshots of things in life, like just a photographic snapshot. You can almost hear the shutter just click. Yeah. But I can remember putting a Bill Cosby album on. And listening to stand up for the first time. And, you know, kids have no immune system for comedy. Like, you don't have, you're not jaded or cynical. So everything's funny. But then when you listen to, like, a master, like Cosby, and look, regardless of the fact of what he, he's yeah. done, he's still master at stand up. And I just was floored. It was like getting, like, a shockwave through my, I fell on the ground. I couldn't stop laughing. I couldn't yeah. breathe. So that was, like, my first taste of stand up. And then. I would like memorize jokes from this like embarrassing. If you ever, remember truly tasteless jokes, do you remember those books? Uh, I, don't, I, I can't remember those. So these are these books back when there used to be bookstores that would come out filled what with are like those? <laughs> right, like video stores. Store? Yeah, it's a store <laughs> where you bought books. But these are like these these filled with these like embarrassing stock jokes, like really <laughs> stupid, dirty jokes that you would try to remember and like tell your friends like you made I'd them. I'd memorize up. <laughs> them. I'd memorize them, and like I'd sit at home, I'd memorize these jokes. And then on the bus, I'd tell these awful jokes to people and make them laugh. And then uh, I, I remember this like uh, this redneck girl's like, "You should be a stand-up comic." But anyway, I never thought like I'll do that because uh, she changed your life. She didn't. I'm like, yeah, right. Whatever. I don't. I don't think I could do anything. But anyway, I just ended up in LA. Uh, I'd inherited like eight thousand dollars from my grandmother who died, and I ended up spending that on synthesizers and LSD and uh, ran out of money, had to get a job, ended up getting a job at the comedy store just as a matter of survival, not thinking I would do stand-up, started working on the phones, was around comics, were like, well, they give you three minutes of stage time every week, so why don't you just take advantage of that and just see if you like it, and so then I started doing stand-up, and uh, then I fell in love with it, and then that's how it happened, man. And it all started because of tr truly tasteless jokes books or whatever. Yeah, that's that right. Actually, your entire set this weekend. So it's yeah, no. Uh, no. <laughs> no, guys. I'm only reading from <laughs> old joke books from the '80s. That's just what I do. It's great. Please come. You'll I think I'm it. gonna have to find those books and see if I can revive it. Pretend like it's on. I didn't know it was in there. <laughs> They're terrible. I, and I don't know why I did them in you know concession, back to back to back. So uh, you know, another thing you do is your podcast. That's right. Um, the, the Duncan Trussell Family Hour, and you're approaching your 200th episode. That's right. And it's almost, I think it's like four years to the day almost, a few weeks ago. That's right. You know, what, what made you want to do that? Because I, I know a lot of people started podcasts and then like several months that you don't see them post anything anymore. Mm. You're still going. Well, what happened is, you know, I many, many moons ago, uh, I was living with Natasha Legero and I had just done a podcast with some comics, Matt Bronger and Matt Dwyer. And they had started way back before podcasts or anything. And it was fun. Yeah. I really liked it. We were just sitting around yapping, but there's something super cool about it. So uh, Natasha and I decided to start a podcast called The Lavender Hour, mm -hmm. and we would just record that in our apartment and upload it with no intention or, or any kind of like ambition behind it outside right. of like, this is fun to do. And so we, we started doing that, and then I got a phone call from Marshall Childs, who books The Laughing Skull in Atlanta. And I guess he'd been listening to it, and he said, listen, you got to focus more on doing this podcast because listening to you guys talk, is it's really funny, and 
a lot of people don't realize this, but there's about to be a podcast boom. And so he, prior to the podcast boom, predicted the podcast boom. He's like, people are going to, you know, cars are going to be able to dial up podcasts and it's going to get really popular. So focus, focus, focus. So we started doing the podcast more. Then we broke up and then I just sort of started my own show and that's how it happened. And so I've just been doing that ever since. Still going. Well, yeah, still still going, man. That's right. Yeah. Got in before the boom. Do you feel like it's oversaturated now? Do no. You know there's too many people? Or no. No? I, no. See, that oversaturation thing mm-hmm. that you hear people say is absolutely ridiculous. That is the most insane concept, and I think it's yeah. so limiting to people. First of all, if you're thinking, I'm not going to do this because it's oversaturated, what? who are you? Yeah. Why are you doing anything? Like, you're only doing things because you're the first person to do it? You're in trouble, baby, because in this planet, everyone's already done everything. Everything's The planet's oversaturated. Yeah. There's so many humans crawling and lumbering around this That's planet. That's why I just ignore everybody. Yeah. That's why I just ignore everybody. <laughs> just do what's fun, man. And so, no, I don't think it's oversaturated at all. I think yeah. it's undersaturated, It's and it's going to continue to grow. If you look at the number of people on planet earth versus the number of people who are tuning into podcasts it's a very small percentage of people still so in any way don't do a thing because you want something from it if i could quote the bhagavad gita this hindu scripture that i love uh you have a right to your action you do not have a right to the fruits of your action that means if you get too caught up right. in what's going to happen because you're doing this thing or that thing, then you completely lose the sweetness of the moment. And that's the only reason to do anything. And it's weird that on your book stand, that transcript is next to the Book of Tasteless Jokes. I mean, <laughs> kind of like, you know, just go back. That's, that's an interesting book stand you've got right there. Um, you know, I think uh, one time of the year, season for, uh, you know, comics and entertainers, that gives them a treasure trove of, of content is election season, mm. which we're in right yeah. now. And yes. what an election season we got in right now with yeah, Trump huh? and all that. And, uh, you know, for, are you following it? To, are you paying any attention to all the debates or anything, the elections going on right yeah, now? Yeah, I am. You know, what, do, what do you think about everything that's going on right now with this year? Is it, has anybody caught your eye? I mean, obviously, Donald Trump is kind of the, the, the glowing child right now. Yeah, right. kind of got their eye on. What, you, what do you think about this year with the election? Well, you know what it makes me think of a lot, man, is there's a a philosopher I love named Terrence McKenna who had this incredible theory that we are approaching something called the singularity. Now, that's not just his theory. That's Ray Kurzweil's theory. A lot of people think that as as technology continues to accelerate, uh, we're eventually going to get to a point where someone invents a time machine, as crazy as that sounds. And... Um, whatever that's form that's going to take, who knows? But this event that's coming in the future is so powerful that it is actually blasting quantum particles backward through time. And these particles are called tachyon particles. So McKenna said that as these tachyon particles move particles move backwards through time, uh, they actually create novel events in human history, such as. Uh, the crucifixion of Jesus, if you believe that, September 11th, these kind of blips on the scale of history. And as we get closer and closer to the singularity, he predicted that we'd see more of these events happening in greater, in greater, with greater frequency because we're getting closer and closer to this incredible point that's called the end of history. So I think these elections are just one aspect of this uh, thing that we're all experiencing, which is the kind of 
massive shift and transformation that's happening to human history. And as that happens, a lot of the things that we used to take very seriously are being exposed for the absurd, ridiculous rituals that they actually are. Well, you heard it here first. Duncan Trussell saying the singularity is the day that Donald Trump wins the election. It it all makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. It all makes sense. So uh, you're here this weekend um, at Comedy Works downtown. You get tickets at ComedyWorks.com. Uh, what's next for you? I've got a massive tour coming up. Uh, the you are the Squarespace is sponsoring a tour. It's the uh, You Are God tour. It's a bus tour. I'm going to be going all through the East Coast in a bus. And uh, have your face on the side of it. No, we didn't get oh, it wrapped, man. No, I didn't get the you know wrap. it's super expensive to get these things wrapped. It's like fifteen thousand uh, dollars to wrap a bus, and wow. something about it seemed like, man, if I'm in a bus that says "You Are God" on the side, I'm going to get pulled over all the time. I don't want to deal with it. Maybe we need to do a Prius tour. Maybe just do a Prius tour. I think it's a little yeah. cheaper to wrap those. Yeah, <laughs> way cheaper. We could do that, and better for the environment. Exactly. The Duncan Trussell uh, Prius tour coming to a city God, near you. That doesn't sound fun. <laughs> not as not as good. No. Okay, I take back that idea. But it's a Scrap no. It. Thank you Scrap for the it. idea. All ideas are much accepted That's and appreciated. Not true. Oh, okay. I, was gonna th- I thought you were going to say all good. All ideas are good ideas. I mean, no, they're not. Well, I mean, if you consider what is an idea, and if you think about the fact that you are, like, the universe producing any idea at all, it's a pretty spectacular thing. Well, thanks for ruining my thought process (laughs) and way of life. I mean, I just thought we were doing a comedy interview. I'm sorry! Now I'm worried about the singularity, and I'm worried about my idea, thinking people's bad ideas are not bad anymore. Appreciate that. That's why we're here. (laughs) Exactly. You're actually here to help me. Well, I mean, we're here to help each other, right? Oh, okay. That's the idea. I like that. To think that I'm helping you in some way that I'm Of course you are. How sweet of you to let me be on your show. It's very kind of you. Well, I mean, it's... it's my city's excited to have you here this weekend, so of course I'm excited to have you here, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, we want to thank you uh, for making time for us. Like I said, ComedyWorks.com. Last night sold out, so if you want these tickets, get them right now while you can. And uh, Duncan, thank you so much for making time for Thanks, us. Thanks, man. You're the best. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.